Welcome to Uncharted Waters. It's a COVID-19 world. Our lives and society at large have changed. We've entered a world of widespread infection, unemployment, social distancing, protests, panic buying, face masks and gloves. Classrooms have been replaced with chat rooms. Graduations are taking place online. Funerals viewed via FaceTime. The ground has shifted beneath us, which is why today's gospel couldn't come at a better time. Do not let your hearts be troubled, Jesus says. To be troubled in the sense that he used it meant to be overwhelmed by the fear of death or some other grave evil, an evil like COVID or cancer. In fact, these are the words I spoke to my mother as she lay dying of cancer in her hospice bed. The world as she knew it was over. The ground was shifting beneath her. A new, unfamiliar world was coming, whether or not we were ready for it. But Jesus said to her, as he says to his disciples and to us in today's gospel, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not be overwhelmed by fear, uncertainty, or even death. In my Father's house, he says, there are many dwelling places. Meaning, God is roomy. God is hospitable. God is with us. God is leading us home. Strangely enough, we're reading this gospel passage on the heels of Easter. We've backtracked a bit to the final night of Jesus' life on earth. Yet consider how timely this passage is. The coronavirus has rattled our world. It's still here. It feels like the ground has shifted beneath us. But the same was true for the disciples. They were entering uncharted waters too. On this, his final night on earth, Jesus washes their feet and feeds them with himself in the Eucharist. Then Judas betrays him. Peter denies Jesus three times, and hours later, Jesus is hanging from a tree. The disciples awaken to a different world, a world where Jesus seems absent, gone. Where he was going, they could not follow for now, but they are not to be troubled. disciples demand proof. How can we know the way to where you're going? Thomas asks Jesus. Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied, Philip says. We could add, Lord, tell me when my job will return. Tell me when this virus will end. Tell me when social distancing will be a thing of the past. Give me a glimpse of a brighter future And while you're at it, a glimpse of heaven, and I'll be satisfied. Then I won't be troubled. Unfortunately, it's just not that easy. 
Subconsciously, we want a God whom we can calculate, a God whom we can control. Lord, do this, this, and this. Then I'll be content. Then I'll believe like Philip. Then I won't be troubled. But faith isn't like that. Faith is based on trust. A trust rooted in the promise that Jesus is alive. And he is with us always. Perhaps one of the many lessons coming out of this COVID crisis is our need to consider where we find our deepest sense of security. It's tempting to place all of our eggs in the basket of economics, good health, or a steady job. And while these things can be reliable, they aren't infallible. Our deepest sense of security should come from God, who alone never changes. As it's written in the letter to the Hebrews, Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. So what does this Jesus offer us? Peace. In Hebrew, Shalom. Shalom is the first word the risen Lord speaks to his disciples. It means inner stillness, harmony, wholeness, prosperity, health. Think of shalom like an anchor dropped into the depths of the sea. Though the surface shifts, the anchor never does. Similarly, the circumstances in our lives may change, but the Lord's peace remains deep. three weeks, we will celebrate the Feast of Pentecost, the moment when the Holy Spirit descends upon the apostles like tongues of fire. And with that fire, peace. Shalom. It's what we need today. There's a hymn that goes back a thousand years that Christians have prayed through countless plagues. A hymn which we still pray today. Part of it goes like this. Come, Holy Spirit. Far from us, drive our deadly foe. True peace unto us bring. And through all perils, lead us safe beneath thy sacred wing. And so we pray that you would drive from us, Lord, the evil of this coronavirus pandemic, the evil of cancer, the evil that chaos has wrought, robbing so many of their jobs, their futures, and their lives. To you we turn, seeking the peace, the shalom, which only you 